Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Inspired by the lawsuits filed in Florida challenging the state's abortion ban on the basis of religious freedom, Director Paula Iselt's Under God is a documentary short film about the national Jewish response to the Dobbs decision, woven through the lived experiences of impacted Jewish women and the various lawsuits currently being launched by rabbis, Jewish organizations, and other interfaith leaders to challenge the overturning of Roe v. Wade state by state. Through the lens of maintaining the separation between church and state, these nationwide efforts are predicated on ultimately protecting religious freedom and democracy for all. We're joined today by the director of Under God, Paula Iselt. Paula, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Under God is literally a film that has been ripped from today's headlines, not only in terms of the themes and the questions being asked, but also in terms of the turnaround, the production turnaround. Let's talk a little bit about how quickly this became a project and how quickly you turned it around to what we see today. Yeah, that this film was is the fastest thing I've ever made. Um, it was made. We didn't start filming till after the Dobbs decision. It wasn't conceived because until that horrible decision came out. So the first, very first shoot was in August of 2022. And we finished at the, by the skin of our teeth for for Sundance. So it was a five month process um, from start to finish. And no one intended to make this because nobody thought we in America would be in this position that Roe v. Wade would be overturned. And um, so this dropped into my lap, literally. I was releasing my feature-length film, Aftershock, which came out just last year. It was released on on Hulu July 19th. So the decision came very soon after that. Was very much in the midst, midst of all of that. And my dear friend and EP, executive producer of Under God, Roddy Taylor, who works at Concordia Studio, she called me right after the decision came down and was like, we need to do something. There's this, you know, there's, um, I've been reading about this lawsuit in Florida by this rabbi who, you know, is suing the state on the grounds of religious freedom, you know, as a Jewish person that these abortion bans are an infringement on our religious freedom. You know, we need to do something. And, you know, my first response was, I can't. I'm in the middle of releasing a feature. How's that possible? And then, you know, Ronnie's true to her words that she'd raise the money and, and and she did. And in my own grief and panic about, you know, where we're going in this country, I felt the best way to deal with that was use my skills as an artist to, you know, to to put it into work and, and create and create an impactful film. And and that was that's how it started. And then my wonderful producing partner, Darcy McKinnon came on. She also, we, Darcy and I had never met before of this. We just met. She was doing her thing. I'm doing mine. And and Roddy kind of set us up and we became this family very, very quickly. But everyone just, we all just wanted to put that, that despair into action. So it was an incredible team, including our editor, Inez, um, Vogel thing and supervising editor Sunita Prasad and my co-writer and I, you know, Sunita has edited 
all my films, we all just came together and created this thing in five months. And it was, it was a feat, but really proud that we were able to uplift these stories. Let's talk about the Jewish rabbi in Florida, because he is, he's the one who began this process. And, you know, I'm just going to inject here. I'm not an attorney, but it always struck me that this would be some version of what we see in the film as, as applicable to challenge what happened with Hobbes. Because the framers made it pretty damn clear that they wanted a separation of church and state. They did not want a state religion. That was very clear. And so I'm when I saw that this this was happening, I thought, well, okay, I'm, I'm not crazy. That that sounds reasonable to me. So let's describe our main, well, one of our main characters and how he makes some of this start. Yeah. So uh, Rabbi Barry Silver from South Florida, um, he, he's been in the fight for abortion rights for decades. Um, he, you know, he's not new to this fight outside the content of the film, but um, he filed a lawsuit against Operation Rescue, which was a huge anti, anti-choice anti movement. He used creative way to basically shut them down in Florida. And because of him, they, they did not operate because of his legal work. So he's he's been in this fight. And what was so great about the lawsuit he filed that was kind of the the inciting incident, I would say, for for the rest of the film was that he said, you know, as a as a rabbi, so as clergy and as a Jewish person, an abortion ban is an infringement on my religious freedom and sued the state of Florida. And he actually started this lawsuit when Florida enacted a ban after 15 weeks, shortly before the decision came down. You know, he then added to the lawsuit after it, after that decision, but he had started that. And what he does best, Rabbi Silver, is he brought attention to that tactic. He was the first one that made national news about it. And really people woke up and said, you know what, wait a second. I didn't think of it that way. Because, you know, when we think about these religious freedom rest restoration acts, these laws that give believers, religious people, ability to say, I can't conform or I, I can't follow that law because because it's against my religion. Uh, we think about how it's kind of used in a weaponizing way. Yeah. Um, it's used by the conservative Christian right, you know, to say that gay marriage is something that that they don't believe in. So that's the Hobby Lobby lawsuit. That that's that's the baker who said, you know, I won't bake a cake for a gay couple because because I don't believe in gay marriage. So all those laws are used to have been historically used to really oppress. And here, um, uh, Barry Silver, and then of course many other um, legal strategists, you know, who've been working on the strategy for a long, long time, um, have said, you know what, we're going to flip the script on that because it's it, religious freedom is for everyone. It protects any believer, not just, not just a fundamentalist. If you're a Jew, if you're a Muslim, if you're an atheist, even that's a belief system, you know, it applies to, to every believer. He brought a lot of attention to that way of doing things. And then we see Marcy Hamilton, who's been an expert in this for decades on religious freedom restoration acts. And she says in the film, if you would have told me I would be using that, you know, RIFRA, religious freedom restoration as, as a tactic, I would have said no way because her career has been saying, you know, these are bad laws that oppress, but now I have to do it this way because this is our last, one of our 
our last tools in the toolkit is to flip the script on a bad law and use it to, to protect people. So she's been in this. And then we meet uh, Rachel Laser, who's the head of Americans United for Separate Church and State. And because as we see in the film, it starts with a Jewish response and then it goes into her faith. And then it's really about separate church and state and the and, and the foundation of our democracy because if we don't have separate church and state then we don't we don't have many many freedoms so that's that's rachel laser so that's, that's where she comes in with separate church and state and actually and i'm giving you a lot of information right now that you didn't even ask me for <laughs> one of the things about the film under god is that it is kind of a primer for if you are interested in getting involved by the way these are the ways in which you can do so so fire away this this is exactly what i think people should be hearing and which they should know about so yes yeah, so i guess to close the loop on on that you know there was a there was a lawsuit filed actually the thursday before sundance or the th or opening night of sundance maybe i think january 19th in missouri that it was 15 clergy and religious people saying you know saying that you can't enact one religious belief system on everybody so that's actually taking first amendment it's not religious freedom but it's saying you can't establish one religion so it's like the same conversation but another side of it so that's the americans united for separate church and state that's like their lawsuit that that just came through um so these are spreading across the country really spreading you know the woman in our film ellie it was very important you know it's very important to me as a filmmaker to always ground things in in character and people who are have lived experiences so it was important to find someone who was actively who the ban abortion bans and it's affecting so many people but to really uplift someone that it was right now in this moment affecting their life in in, in a very in a bad way and at least Ellie is a woman from Indiana, and she had an, uh, a second trimester abortion earlier in 2022, as we see in the film, based on fetal abnormalities, and this fetus was not compatible with life, and, and she had to terminate it. It was a wanted pregnancy, but she had to terminate it. What these bans have done is really her and her family won't be able to or don't want to start, you know, try to have another child, because what happens if if she finds herself in the same situation. And as we know that the states where these bans are, are happening, most are states that have really, really bad maternal mortality rates. So they're they're happening in states where women are dying in childbirth or almost dying. So already the healthcare is very poor there. And now there's a ban. So it makes it even more dangerous for anyone to be pregnant in any way. So this is this has a ripple effect um, on, on women's healthcare and healthcare in general in many ways. And there's so much of that kind of mentality that comes into play when you hear about these laws. And I think it was Rabbi Silver who said something to the effect that the baby, the delivery of the baby is more, it's hard to say it in a way that doesn't sound callous, but more important than the mother's life. Yeah. So many of these things that are part of this spectrum of thought about Christianity being the predominant and therefore the only religious theology that matters in this country is is just flat wrong and as i said the founders didn't want it that way they understood that that was an incredibly bad idea exactly and just to you know make a distinction i think most christians don't even think that it's like this like narrow group that believes this and, and when roe v wade came out in the 70s it took years for 
Christian groups to speak out to, to decide that they were not for it in the beginning. There's, there's, I found a piece of archive. There's like a Baptist newspaper that celebrates the decision. So it, it's only because the origins of this is basically when the civil rights movement came about, thankfully, and schools had to desegregate and these all white schools couldn't get tax credits if they were if they were not going to desegregate, they would lose those statuses, which was something that they didn't want to lose. So they needed a new uh, issue to rally rally the people, and it became abortion. But it wasn't even a religious thing for uh, for evangelical Christians. That wasn't something that 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 was part of the belief system until it had to be politically. So that, that you know, all of this is even more than than religion, as as we know. In the film, there was something I wasn't aware of in in Jewish tradition, the, their their view on when life begins, and and as, as you were just describing, and, you know, there's a lot of there's just so many things that everything has become polarizing and po- politicized in ways that just don't make sense anymore, and they are restricting our freedoms in a way that are eventually going to catch up with us in in, a, in ways that will be so destructive and awful for all of us. The, I want to just want to remind our listeners, we're talking with the director of the, the film Under God, and that would be Paula Iselt. And uh, she's also known for other films, which is uh, uh, Aftershock, which came out last year, and also 93 Queen, another film that you, you should check out. It's, by the way, it says it's available on HBO Max right now is and Aftershock is available on Hulu. And this, Under God, just had its premiere at the 2023 Sundance Film Festival. And it's available... To be announced. Okay. okay. Not available yet, widely, but it will be. What's been the reaction uh, so far? How was it at Sundance? It was an amazing reaction. I mean, we have... It was thrilling to, to you know, get this type of reception for the film, um, have people connect to to Ellie, to Rabbi Silver, to all the all the characters and, and these stories. And you know, we're going to be launching a large impact campaign with Picture Motion and our distributor when we can announce that. And um, so there's going to be screenings across the country. Um, there are people, you know, who who just, as you said earlier, just want to do something. So the film. It, it was an amazing success there. I was I had the opportunity to be on a few panels, one with Planned Parenthood, um, along with some other great filmmakers that had films dealing with uh, reproductive rights, as well as a, a panel at the Filmmaker Lodge. So it was, you know, people feel activated. I will say the our premiere date was what had been the 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade. So to premiere on that day, and that was happenstance was an incredible coincidence that it, it really gave me personally just space to reflect on where everything is going, but, but give hope of like, you know what, like we, we can do something state by state, people can do something locally, like it is in our hands and, and these lawsuits are working. So we have to keep, keep doing it and, and not give up because we will find ways to protect you know, abortion rights in, in our democracy. That's really what it comes down to is is protecting what what is America. There you go. And that's one other thing about the film that was enlightening to me, the strategy of state by state. So that in other words, if you go to the, because the Supreme Court is obviously pretty hostile to this idea or more, certainly more 
more welcoming to the idea of Christian supremacy in this in this realm. So state by state, it puts a lot of pressure on the political process, on the governor, on the state houses. And as we saw in the last election cycle, abortion, women's health care is a winning issue for people who are on the right side of this. It, it was demonstrably true that 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 was in election after election in 2022, just a few months ago. If you were on the wrong side of this issue, you were not going to win political office. So you can see that this is the way to go. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm yeah, just so many things in the film that crystallize the what we need to know about this and how we can move forward. I want to let people know they can go to paulaiselt.com. That's P-A-U-L-A-E-I-S-E-L-T.com. And then you can find out all about your films as well as Under God. And um, my congratulations to you for this. Thank you so much for it. And thank you so much for all of your work. So um, my congratulations to you, Paula. Thank you so much for having me and, and for this discussion. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 